On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three companies reporting earnings this week. The three companies are going to be Sony, Cisco, and Norton LifeLock. So let's get started. Like I mentioned, these three companies are reporting earnings this week. Sony is doing it Wednesday before market. Cisco is doing it Wednesday after close. And Thursday is Norton LifeLock after close. And to be honest, these are three companies I just picked out of the random. And if you guys want me to take a look at any companies doing earnings this week, feel free to post in the comments. If you guys subscribe, I do a daily video. I do a video almost on a daily basis on a different company, sometimes even two companies. So make sure to subscribe, hit the thumbs up and hit the bell. It helps out the channel so much. So thank you. So the first company we're going to take a look at is Cisco. And first, let's start off with taking a look at this company's stock price performance since it's its peak in February this company is down about 13% right now yeah about 13% and if you picked up at the bottom in March 12 you are up about 30% as well so congratulations to anybody any investors that picked up in the bottom today this company was pretty much flat it ended up with a 0.77% up and now let's take a look at this company's revenue growth so in its latest earnings, which happened February 12th, this company's revenue was $12.01 billion. Unfortunately, that was 3.5% down compared to the same time last year. And that's something I don't like to see. I, I'm not a fan of seeing a decrease in revenue. And I'm pretty sure this is why Cisco has been taking a huge beating in the past few, few months. Now let's take a look at how revenue growth has gone for the year for Cisco. So here I have a few charts set up. The first one is just showing me revenue growth per year for this company. In 2019, this company's revenue actually grew about 5%. And it's actually the highest it's grown since since 2013 right most of it is is usually below or pretty flat so that actually says a lot right it means that cisco to me is definitely not a constant growing company and if all the videos most of the stocks we've actually seen in the past few days has shown that we, we have taken a look at some heavy growth stocks so one thing is i know once we take a look at valuation this company is going to look cheaper than the other companies we have seen but the main reason is because of that revenue growth this company most has almost no no revenue growth especially no consistent revenue growth all right so next let's take a look at this company's revenue breakdown this company mainly makes products so last quarter it made 12 billion dollars out of 12 billion dollars 8.6 billion came from products the biggest product is infrastructure platforms which made 6.5 out of that 8.6 billion of total products the other revenue comes from services which is about 3.3 billion dollars and one thing we do see is services is did grow 5% compared to the same time last year, while every other type of revenue kind of saw a decrease, right? Infrastructure saw an 8% decrease. So unfortunately, unfortunately, right, services, I think is where a lot of companies are pushing, are pushing revenue to grow. And if in this upcoming quarter, I, I do feel that's going to be an important segment to take a look at. Next, I wanted to take a look at this company's balance sheet. So let's start off with liabilities. This company in the most recent quarter had about $14.5 billion of non-current debt and about $1.5 billion of current debt. So that's pretty much about $16 billion of, of some form of debt. But then if we take a look at this company's current investment, which is any type of investment that it can actually sell pretty quickly and collect the money for that close, that close of value, it has about 18.5, $18.6 billion of current investments and about $8.5 billion of cash and cash equivalents. 
So theoretically, this company has enough cash and cash equivalents to pay off its total liabilities. The biggest portion of this company's liability is deferred revenue. But if you guys have been watching my channel, deferred revenue for me is a revenue I kind of consider a fake a, fi a fake liability because eventually when when Cisco provides the product to the customers, that deferred revenue gets taken out of liabilities. Finally, let's take a look at this company's valuation. So two things we saw about, about Cisco. First, we saw this is not a heavy growing stock. It's pretty much not even a growing stock. It has very minimal growth. The second thing we saw, this company has a great balance sheet. So investors are willing to pay for a company that has great balance sheet, but a company that sees a little bit of growth. So first, let's take a look at July 2021. This company is expected in two years to make $50 billion. I don't really want to take a look at this year because I feel like this year might be a little wash with everything that's happening. But 2021, this company is expected to make $50 billion. Compared to last year, where it made about $51.9 billion. So again, we're going to see a decrease in revenue, in revenue growth for this company. And that doesn't sit well for investors. Forward P.E. ratio for this company is 13.65. This company is expected to make $3.15 in 2021. And this gives a company a forward P.E. ratio of 13.65. And this is normally what I do see. For example, if I see if it's a big company like Microsoft, Amazon, and Apple, for example, companies that are growing revenues at a, at a dramatic pace and also have a strong balance sheet, I usually see a forward P.E. ratio of about 20 to 25 to 30. When we're taking a look at a big company as well that doesn't have much revenue growth but has a strong balance sheet, we usually see uh, a, rev a forward PE ratio of about 10 to 20. And then if you see a company that's either losing revenue and also has a weak balance sheet, you usually see a forward PE ratio of about zero to, to 10. Um, so right now I do think it is in where the valuation of where it's supposed to be at. I, I don't consider it cheap right now, especially since it's not a, a heavy grower. I'm more of a fan of a little bit more growth in stocks. And for me, there's not really much growth here. I'm pretty sure Cisco has a nice dividend. So those are the type of investors that, uh, that might want to enter into Cisco, especially with such a strong balance sheet. All right, so the next company we're going to take a look at is Norton LifeLock. And if you guys don't know Norton LifeLock, what they pretty much is, they are an American software company that deals with cybersecurity. So obviously with the things happening right now, maybe Norton LifeLock might be a company that is doing pretty good um, due, to the certain, due to the certain dynamics of the market. A lot more people are working from home, a lot more people need cybersecurity since they're doing a lot more stuff on their computer. So let's take a look at the past six months. This company actually dropped, took a big hit in January 31. But since mid-February, which is when everything happened, this company has returned positive returns to these investors. It's about 3.4% compared to its peak in February. And February 20 was usually the peak for most companies. So in the long, in the short term, this company has returned positive research to, to its investors. But in the long term, right, we can see that that big drop it took in January 24th. That does not seem seem that good for the company. But let's take a bit more look at what this company has to offer. All right. So just a quick news. This company in November did sell a part of its companies to I think it was Broadcom. Yep. And it made us a sell of ten point seven billion dollars. So one thing I do expect this company to have is to have a stronger balance sheet from that company from that money coming in from that sale. 
So now let's take at this company's most recent earnings. Quarter three, which was in February 6, this company reported billings that grew about 4% compared to same time last year. All right, so I'm guessing we might expect this company to have a little bit more revenue growth than what we saw in Cisco. So let's take a look at the charts. All right, so next let's take a look at this company's revenue growth. Unfortunately, it's not that it's it's not as nice as I it was expecting to be. In 2019, this company saw revenue growth of actually a decline of 2%. The year before that, it saw a revenue growth of 20%, and the year before that, it saw growth of 11.6%. So again, this is another company that is not consistent with growth. And it's not that every I, I, it's not that I expect companies to have a consistency growth. I do expect certain years to that it might have a bad year. But these are a lot of years where there's no consistencies, right? Out of 10, we're taking a look at 10 years right now. Out of those 10 years, only four of them had, only five of them had positive revenue growth. And out of those five, most of them were actually below 5%. So again, that tells me that, uh, again, we're we're not seeing a company that has too much revenue growth. So again, not a company that, just looking at this, is a company I might take a look at. But let's take a look at this company's balance sheet. In the most recent quarters, this company has had a jump in cash and cash equivalents. This company right now has about $12.65 billion of cash and cash equivalents and about $119 million of current investment. So pretty much about $12.75 billion of quick cash that this company has to use. In theory, this company, again, can use its full cash to pay the company's total liabilities chart. This company has only $3.8 billion of non-current debt and $781 million of current debt. So about $4.5 billion of debt, which is nothing compared to the amount of cash this company has. Again, a nice portion of this company's liability is also deferred revenue. And like we saw in Cisco, that's just a revenue. uh, It's just a liability. I don't really consider a true liability. So again, now we're going to take for a look. This company is, again, not a company that sees much growth, but this COVID-19 might accelerate some of the growth that this company will get, especially in this quarter. And this company also has a very, very strong balance sheet. So let's take a look at the valuation that this company has. So first, let's take a look at revenue estimations. So revenue for March 2021, this company is expected to make $2.45 billion. So $2.45 billion compared to what it made last year was 4.73. Again, this might be actually a little bit difficult to compare, especially since just a few quarters ago, this company sold a a small portion, sold a portion of its business. So that business also provided some form of revenue. So you can't really compare those two. But if we take a look at March 2020 and March 2021, you won't see much of a growth there. You're seeing pretty much a flat line of this year and the following year's revenue, which again shows this is not another growing company. Forward PE ratio for this company is actually 19.04 for two years from now. Two years from now, this company is expected to make $1.12. And again, to me, that's actually a little bit on the expensive side. And I feel like investors right now might be paying or might be buying for this company to actually do well due to the whole COVID-19 um, due to the whole COVID-19, right? Because more people are working from home. More people need security on cybersecurity. So uh, since this company, uh, again, this is another company that does not have, does not seem to have a history of strong revenue growth. And it is a company that has a very strong balance sheet. So like I mentioned, usually I see it before the 10, between the 10 
and the 20 this is on that higher portion of about 19.4 pe ratio and for the reasons that i mentioned right i feel like investors are might be paying a premium right now because they believe this company will do better due to COVID 19. all right so now the final company we're going to take a look at is sony and sony if we take a look in february 20th which is what we took a look before this company is down about one percent but this company actually peaked somewhere around January. So if we take a look at January, this company is down a little bit more. It's actually down close to 10%. So that's actually a big difference in just a matter of taking a look in stock price in just a few months. Um, but if you picked up at the bottom, you are up a nice amount, about 27%. So again, congratulations to those that pick up Sony. And it's going to be a very nice year for Sony, especially, well, a big, big event's happening first. Sony, PlayStation 5, even though playstations most systems don't make a huge portion of money for the company i do think it is a great advertisement for companies to have such a big product so playstation 5 is coming out later this year and another big news is this company actually just invested about a month ago 400 million dollars in a chinese video site billy billy that's actually a pretty funny site name i don't know about the site at all all right, so let's take a look at this company's most recent earnings. So this was February 4th. This company reported revenue that was up about 2.6% year to year. So we're seeing a small growth in this company. And I'm pretty sure these three companies that we're gonna, we like the other two companies that we saw, this might have a, some form of a small growth, but nothing too big, especially only seeing a 2.6% year to year growth. Next, I just wanted to do a revenue breakdown of what this company's main revenue comes from. So here, this company is representing its currency in yen. So I'm not gonna do any conversion. I just wanna show you where a huge portion of this company's revenue comes from. So for the most recent quarter, this company made about 2.4 billion, billion yens, right? Out of that 2.4.6 comes from game and network services. So game and network services are exactly what it sounds. This is all the revenue that they get from their PlayStation, all the games that they sell, all the game licenses that they have. And network services are, for example, if you have used any of Sony's services, they do have like Sony Music, Sony TV, and that's where this comes from. The next they make about 0.2 out of that 2.4 comes from music. And Sony has a music label, and that's where another portion of it comes. Another point two comes from pictures, and this is cartoons or movies that Sony's Sony's studio makes. And next is the second biggest. So the two biggest are game and network services and electronics products and solutions. Electronics products and solutions makes up another another point six. So just game networks, electronics, and products make up about half of this company's total revenue. And electronics, products, and solutions, this is where you have your Blu-ray players, your TVs, your cameras, and all that. And right now, things like that are definitely going to be taking an impact right now due to COVID-19. And one thing we have learned from the past earnings that have happened, our customers right now are not going out there and rushing and buying TVs, and they're not buying Blu-ray players, and they're not buying other stuff they're buying right now what customers are buying are laptops things to be able to help them work from home and they're focusing on their streaming services and gaming so i do think that maybe their game and network services might see a big boost maybe their music too as more people are probably listening to music and pictures but their electronics products and solutions is one that i'm not too too bullish on all right so next let's take a look at this company's revenue growth and in the past 10 years, this company has had a very, it seems like this company has a night of wave happening. 
It has a wave of positive earn of positive revenue growth, followed by negative revenue growth, followed by positive revenue growth, followed by negative, and now right now it's back to positive, but it does seem like to go back to negative. So again, this company is gonna be one of those companies that is not showing constant growth, and we're gonna see that in the valuation. Next, let's take a look at this company's margins to see how 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 this company is doing. So unfortunately, this company's gross margins and profit margins are also all over the place each year. And again, this is not something that that many investors like to take a look and like to see, right? They either like to see some form of, especially gross margins. Gross margins, you would like to have more of a flat line where profit margins, you like to see an increase. But unfortunately, you see that same wave of high, low, back to high. So if we take a look at this company's valuation, in March 2021, this company first, let's take a look at revenue. It's expected to make $79.74 billion. In 2019, this company made about 78. So again, a small growth is seen, but not by much. Next, if we take a look at forward PE ratio, this company has a forward PE ratio of about 16.82. To me, right now, this company, also like the other three, are not companies that I'm really too happy to take a look at later on. They, these are companies that I feel might be fairly valued, right? None of these companies have been heavy growers. None of these companies show a consistency anywhere. They either have their good years or their bad years, and that's not something I like to see. Like I mentioned, right? I'm not here to find a company that's always growing every single year, but to have some form of consistency. It's okay to show weaknesses one year or two years, but to have a consistency of inconsistency, that to me is a no-go for, for investing. So those are actually the three companies I took a look at. Let me know if you guys want me to take a look at any other companies. This was just a quick review of what these companies do just in the upcoming earnings. Later on when they do report earnings, I will do a more in-detail video. So take care guys, have a good night and see you next time.